Welcome to Your Thought Life Podcast. I am your host, Michael Anderson. I am professionally trained in cognitive behavior therapy and neuro-linguistic programming. I help people overcome mindset challenges. If you haven't already, do subscribe and follow the podcast so you don't miss any of the episodes. And if you're on a platform that supports it, go ahead and leave us a rating and a review. It will help the podcast reach more people who are seeking this style of content. And even before you do it, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Actionable Mindset Steps for Financial Freedom is our topic for today. I typically interweave the big idea into the core or to the body of the talk. But because this is one of those areas that's so near and dear to me, I want to make sure that you understand what we're driving to here right out the gate. So the big idea is the hardest step to becoming financially independent is you or us conditioning our mindset for it. So I want to thank you and welcome you into this particular episode. This one has significant meaning for me because I had to undergo this very same journey that I'm going to take you on today. There's some big steps that have to be addressed for us to be in a state and for us to vibrate in a certain way where we can have financial freedom. But before we can do that, we have to condition our mindsets so that we're not in our way of our blessings. Let me say that again. So we're not in the way of the universe entrusting us with greater degrees of wealth in whatever form that means for you. I want to talk today about two principal things that psychology has an abundance to say. I'm going to only give you the top five. These ought to be more than enough to get you started on your journey to financial freedom. And I'm going to talk to you most certainly about some actionable steps that you can take to begin deconstructing what's going on in your mindset with respect to money putting in these practices to turn this situation around to your favor. Why do most people find it so difficult to change their mindset? First one is negative beliefs. If you're like me and you grew up in a community where all you saw every single day from the time you were awakened until the time that you went to sleep was lack, whether it was in your very home whether it was around you, whether it was all the people who had an influence on your life, your most impressionable years, birth through age seven, thereabout. If that's all you seem like me, then you've got some negative beliefs hardwired into your subconscious that make you feel some sort of way about money. I don't know. Maybe it's you think rich people stink because Well, they're rich and they got it from evil gain. Therefore, they are evil. Maybe it's just that you don't have a clear understanding of how money is merely a resource, one of many that exist on the planet. Maybe you've come into the workplace. You're seeing that you've got to go way up the ladder in order to have a salary that is commensurate with the type of lifestyle that people associate with the American dream. Maybe you've had some situations occur 
in your past where there was some bad choices that were made and you went into this sort of financial sabotage unintentionally. All of these things, family, come together to create negative beliefs. If this persists, there won't be any way that you can achieve your financial goals until you release from that negative belief or beliefs. Number two is cultural and social conditioning. Throughout our lives, we absorb beliefs about money. As I shared, you may be in an environment where you're seeing other people. They are creating for you an example. This is family. This is community. This is all of the associations your parents may have where you are a part or a member of it. When you're in these kind of scenarios, you catch far more than you think, especially if you're in those impressionable years. You're on constant record from birth to age seven. You're just picking all of this up and it's just being stored. Your subconscious has no concern for whether or not it's true. It's what the environment is providing for this initial set of instructions and therefore they must be authoritative in the subconscious treats as such. The third reason why we find it hard to change our mindset about money is the fear of change. As humans, we create habits very easily. It doesn't take us a whole lot to achieve this. In fact, there's so much information and stimuli coming into the mind that it's necessary that we do this to reduce the amount of information that we have to process in any given day. When you find yourself in a habit and it's time to change that habit, the body says, whoa, we, we're fine. Everything's good. We're used to this. We're accustomed to this. And this whole idea of change creates intimidation. It creates uncertainty in the mind will do everything it can to protect you. And this protective mechanism sometimes goes a wee bit too far and it literally shuts us down. So we have to be able to shift our mindset from being uncomfortable about change to being comfortable about change. It's all about embracing it and knowing that it's for our best it's for our good, and we're going to take some calculated risks and actions to change the way things are right now. Number four is instant gratification. You know, living in a consumer-driven society that's constantly promoting, get it now, don't worry about saving, don't worry about the future, enjoy this day while you have it, and then you see videos splattered all over YouTube that, hey, you don't have to wait a year to build that business. It can take you from zero to $10,000 in a month. When you start to see those sort of things every single day, suggesting that there's an easier way, there's a more expeditious route, I'm going to tell you in my own humble opinion that there are some cases where you can go from zero to $10,000 in a month. 
but that's not going to be a norm for everyone. It's not going to be obtainable for everyone, but they don't share that part with you. This idea or this allure of this immediate financial change, someone spends $7,000, buys the course, they implement it, and they find that it didn't work. Now what happens? That was such a waste of money. I'm never going to do anything like that again. I was so stupid. See where this is going? Well, don't feel bad because a lot of times instant gratification is just one of those things that we've got to go and see for ourselves. And as I shared, there are some people who are able to put those programs to work for whatever reason, the universe smiles on them. And there are some use cases where people really score big. But again, that's not the norm. For the most of us, we're going to have to have a focus on a long-term strategy where we're looking at savings, investing, making good decisions. And that leads me to number five, where we're talking about literally financial literacy or financial education. If you live in the United States of America, barring a very small number of people who are able to get the best of the best incomes, you're not really taught financial literacy. And the problem with that is you've gone through high school, you've gone through college, now you've got this fantastic job, but you're ill-equipped to navigate the complexities of personal finance. If you've got any of those things we talked about in the beginning going on, where you've got negative beliefs, cultural and social conditioning or fear of change, and now all of a sudden you've got a couple of extra nickels and you don't know what to do with them. Somebody says, hey, let me come alongside you and help you and give you some support. You're like, I don't know you like that. I'm not letting you in my life. No way. And so we're closed-minded. We've got a two-pronged scenario playing out. One, where we don't have the literacy. And then two, we're fearful of somebody taking us to the cleaners so we won't open up and try to gain the knowledge and wisdom that we need to make wise decisions for that long-term strategy. We just talked about where it allows us to defeat gratification. So addressing these barriers and sort of seeking out opportunities for growth in our financial education is paramount. You won't be able to get to financial freedom without this step, and that's going to involve you investing in yourself. It's going to involve you reading some books, taking some courses, getting some consultation, and working with a professional certified advisor to give you a strategy so that when you back into a long-term plan, you see how you're going to get there. You're able then to have structure around your spending and your finances so that you know where you're going at all times and why, and it's going to curb your spending. Let's talk about the actionable steps because I feel like I spent a lot of time there, but I want to tell you these actionable steps, and it begins with self-reflection and reassessment. I want you to start by examining your existing beliefs and attitudes toward money. I want you to identify any negative or limiting beliefs that you may experience from time to time that would hold you back. Once you've recognized what those are, write those down in your journal. 
then what we're going to do is we're going to challenge and reframe these beliefs. If they're 25 years old, you track them back to your childhood, as most of you will. We're going to give ourselves an out. We're going to say, hey, I didn't have the understanding that I have today. I'm much wiser with regard to finances now. I'm choosing to educate myself, to improve in this specific discipline. And I realize I had some circumstances and conditioning in my early childhood that formed the way I am today. But I'm making a conscious effort right now to release from that and embrace whatever it is that you're going to do now. Effectively, you're going to change your mind. You're going to reframe that just like I did. You'll do that as many times as necessary until your change comes and it's permanent. Remember, self-awareness and this conscious belief, they are going to make the adjustment for you that you're able then to see what's going on inside of you and make the necessary pivot so you can be released from it. Number two, financial education and knowledge. Just as we shared over the years, I have become very open-minded about working with professional certified folks who can really make me smart on educational matters and how to invest. And as a result of that, I'm financially free today. I want that for you. Please, please, please work with someone. Go to your bank. Most of them have an educational slash investment arm. They can get you into a plan that will really help you to prepare for the future. Use Dave Ramsey's material. He's got financial training that is like literally top notch. I've used a bunch of his works in time past. He provides free templates for your budgets, helps with a whole host of matters, just helping you understand that stuff in the way that you should. If you're already in a place where you have a nice nest egg and you need wealth management, I want to encourage you not to be fearful about partnering with someone who knows more about this. Maybe you talk to three people before you decide who you're going to partner with. Get three different viewpoints. If you're a Christian person, start tithing 10% of your income to your local church ASAP. If you want more information about that, you know how to reach me. I'm happy to give you some additional color for that specific arena. But understanding your financial principles, that's going to empower you to make the decisions that you need to make. And it's going to reduce fear because you've got expert counsel that you're working with. Therefore, the wisdom and the knowledge should drive fear out of the equation. We're going to set clear and inspiring financial goals. How do you do this? It's dependent again on you making a mindset shift away from negative beliefs, cultural and social conditioning, fear of change, and instant gratification. In its place, we're going to put clear and inspiring goals, which you will either deduce on your own through education that you provide for yourself through other reputable outlets. I mentioned Dave Ramsey. There are others that you can utilize. But however you arrive at this particular step, you're going to need to have someone come alongside of you and help you put together clear 
specific goals that are attainable. They should relate to savings. They could they should relate to paying off your real property. They should relate to goals that you have for your business. They should be all-encompassing for all things financial. It's likely that you're going to have to separate the personal from the business. I highly recommend that you do that so the veil is not pierced if something should happen to you. Once we have what the big goals are, the lofty goals, and we're going to do like we do in life. We're going to take those big goals. We're going to break them down into manageable milestones. Over the course of each month, we're going to say we're going to put this much away. We're going to tuck this over here, and we're going to stay faithful to whatever this clear, inspiring goal is. It goes without saying, once you get to this step, family, it's important for you to know that this requires discipline. You just can't go spend like you used to spend. You just can't on a whelm decide, I'm going to go buy this. If this or that was not in the program, was not in the budget, was not in this very clear and inspiring goal, then you're doing it wrong. The idea of adopting this strategy is to do it correctly. Do it once, do what's hard now, that later it'll be easy. Final step is in your meditation, I want you to visualize this. I want you to see yourself obtaining your goal. I want you to create vivid imagery of your financial success in all arenas, whether it's personal, professional, business, investments, wealth management, whatever the case is, I want you to see that often as you are in your meditation. Picture yourself being debt-free. Picture yourself owning your home outright. Picture yourself traveling and enjoying yourself. Picture yourself in a very comfortable retirement. As I said, if you do what's hard now, when you get to your golden years, things will be easy. Visualization boosts our confidence and it reprograms the subconscious. This is very important for us. As we're preparing to conclude this talk today, I want you to think about this. We've explored some barriers and we've broken down those barriers. Now we're at a point where we can clearly see how mindset plays into this narrative, what we can do to offset and eliminate those things that would hold us back or prevent us from achieving the goal of financial freedom. Now you're armed with the knowledge, with the understanding to go out and begin doing things differently. We ask you to take on a homework assignment to ensure that we bring this home as quickly as possible. The big idea today was the hardest step to becoming financially independent is conditioning the mindset. I believe we hit that and we hit that quite nicely. Here's the final thought. Embracing the transformational power that we all have within is first and foremost. It creates the stride. It creates the momentum that we need to begin going down the path of financial freedom correctly unhindered thanks for tuning in and that's going to conclude this episode i certainly appreciate your time and attention 
add comments about this episode on our Instagram page, Your Thought Life, Y-O-R Thought Life, no spaces. And thanks for leaving a comment. You are enough. You can do it. You are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. Until next time, take care and be safe.